it's, um, it's quite often things happen that um, you, you you plan out to say, say something and it's already brought up before in the meeting, you know, and uh, Ian has just touched on some of the things that I'll, I'll be talking about this morning, you know, and through the passage that Cameron read this morning about the two builders who built two houses on two different types of foundations with two di very different results. Because in this parable, Jesus tells us that the foundation which we build our lives on is of the utmost importance. And I want to point out some areas of this parable that show us why the foundation of our lives matter. So let's consider the two compar the co comparisons of the two men in our reading. This parable appears to speak of two very different types of people. But the two people Jesus pictures here have several important characteristics in common. Both have heard the word of Christ, it tells us in the, in the chapter. They've both heard Jesus share his message regarding faith and repentance in verses 24 to 26. So both of them knew the way of, the, way of salvation because they've both heard the gospel and each one would have had a reaction to it. So it tells us that both of them built a house. So each of these people built a house based on the understanding of what Jesus said. And the house in this parable is a picture of a life that is so each man built his life based on how they interpreted the message of Jesus. So this means that they both of them believed the message to a certain point and each applied the words of Jesus to their life as they saw fit. It goes on and tells us that both built their houses in the same location and we can decide this because in verse 27 it describes a very severe storm so they must have been in the same region when the storm hit and it tells us that the storm affected both houses as well so they must have been probably built close proximity to one another <coughs> nothing is said about the, the houses being different so we could guess probably that the similar materials were used and probably most likely a similar design as well so from the outside these two homes would have looked the same but the picture we get today is of the lives of these two people and how they respond differently to the gospel. The gospel is very simple. 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4 says, For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. So this is the message that must be believed in order for the person to be saved. The Bible also puts it this way in Romans, 9, uh, Romans 10 verse 9. It says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
you will be saved. So salvation is as simple as believing the gospel. You'll notice that the Bible says in, in, in that verse, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Salvation involves faith in, God, in the gospel, but it also involves repentance of sin and a willingness to yield to the control of Jesus Christ in their lives. So we can understand people hear that message and they react to it in different ways. And regardless of however a person may react to it, they will build their lives, or should we say their house, on what they think the Bible is telling them. So going back to these two men, when you look at them, they seem to have things in common, don't they? They weather the same storms, they work the same job, do the same things, go to the same church, hear the same preaching, and live the same kind of lives. So from the outside, you can't tell much difference between these two men. So while there are several similarities, there are some very major differences between the two of them. And those differences are worth noting. The first one, one man built his house on sand with little preparation. He found a spot for his house and began to build it. And we know anybody that's got a bit common sense about them that building on sand speaks of people who hear the gospel but instead of believing the gospel sorry I've jumped ahead myself there and we know that sand is unstable ever changing and moving so sand off has no stability and it's not a good place to build a house on because the sand can never provide a firm foundation so in this context, building on sand speaks of people who hear the gospel, but instead of believing the gospel and coming to faith in Jesus, they believe they can build their lives on shifting sands of human knowledge in the world today. They are driven by a faith in themselves rather than faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we've only got to go out into the world today and have a look around, and that is quite obvious towards it. So people who build on sand, they hear the gospel and they choose to try and save themselves. You know, they hear the gospel and believe, believe it's a general message for each and every one. But they choose to try and follow God on their own terms. I'll tell you this morning, friends, it's either yes or no. You can't have both. So to tell them, his word is open to interpretation. If he commands them to do something, they will obey if they choose to. If they don't like it, that's it. They won't do it. So they build the house on, on, of their lives on self-will, self-fulfillment, self-sufficiency, self-satisfaction and self-righteousness. All of self and none of God. <coughs> So this is a kind of religion that has the appearance of being right, but it lacks the power to save the soul. Paul describes that kind of person like this in 2 Timothy 3 to 5. It says, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. You know, they, they know about Jesus, but they're just denying him in their lives. 
So people build on this people build on the sand because it's easy. It requires little effort, just a little change here and there. And they can fool themselves and everyone around them in thinking that they are alright with God. A life built on the sand requires no commitment, no sacrifice, and no faith. And we can see that today, can't we? You know, people are so easy going. They think they can get away with anything. You know, these people who build on sand believe they can pray, pray a prayer, join a church, and all will be well. They can turn it on, and they can turn it off like a flip of a switch. They can be in today, and out tomorrow, and in again the next day. So these people ultimately have their faith in themselves, not in God. It's when God makes demands on these kinds of people and calls for total surrender to his will that they make excuses. And Jesus encountered this very thing during his ministry in Luke 9 verses 57 and 62 and it says, And it came to pass that as they went in, in the way, a certain man said to him, Lord, I will follow thee wherever thou go. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have wolves, and birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man hath no way to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me, he said. Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead. But go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said to him, No man, having put his hand to the plough and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. They make every excuse they can, don't they? These people who are, whose lives they, they want to be sitting on the wall and having both sides of it. <coughs> So people who build their lives on self-righteousness and false hope will not and cannot serve God. And it's because they will not sacrifice or give things up in the world. They only want to walk the easy path and have that easy life. These people like instant results, don't they? They like instant rewards, instant satisfaction and instant pleasure. And I bet you they drink instant coffee as well. <laughs> they are shallow people who love the highs but hate the lows and as the word says they are neither hot nor cold then we have the other man the man who built his house on the rock <coughs> while one man built his house on the sand he, the other dug deep he dug until he reached rock and then he built his house on that rock this rock does not move, it's unchanging, it's stable, so a rock offers a good foundation for a house. Building on the rock speaks of people who hear the gospel and believe in it to the point that they build their lives on it. It's the same rock mentioned in Matthew 16, 16 to 18. It says, but what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. 
and I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. So in that passage, the rock refers to Peter's profession of faith in the words of Jesus. In other words, it refers to the faith in the gospel. You know, these type of people hear this word and they conform to it for the rest of their lives. They hear what the Bible says about Jesus, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh to the Father but by me. They hear the message and they receive it with all their heart and they take it all in. They also hear John 3 verse 16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So it comes into their hearts with absolute clarity. You know when God speaks when it enters your heart it's there. It's solid. Nothing can be changed. They hear the truth about Jesus and they believe it. They embrace it. They yield to it and the message changes their lives. And this morning, if we do that, if we yield to it, if we embrace it, the message will change our lives. What God tells them to do in his word, they do. What God warns them not to do, they avoid. Good thought that. They pay the price, they walk the path and do anything the Lord tells them to do. So the house or the life built on the rock is built on some, someone who realises that God deserves the best. They give up the worldly things, they worked hard, they do anything to honour the Lord. They love him, they honour him, they obey him. And these, these people who hear the gospel, they make it a foundation for their lives. So there are the two people who build vastly different lives based on how they hear and respond to the gospel. One is built on a firm foundation of faith in the gospel and the Lord Jesus Christ. The other is built on shifting sand of religion, works and self. So one of those houses or lives describes the kind of life you are building your life on right now. You're either a believer in the gospel and in Jesus or you have a false religion and a false hope. I would just remind you that salvation comes only from knowing Jesus Christ as your saviour today. You know the message is clear. See, it is in the word, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And that's from Acts 4 12. So, who or what is the foundation of your life this morning? Who or what are you building on this morning? Are you building your life on the solid rock? of the gospel or are you building your life on that shifting sand that will not hold so let's look at some of the consequences let's consider them the parable tells us that the rains came the floods followed and the winds of destruction blew you know this image is not 
just about some storm in life. This is the image of judgment day. In the end, both houses were subjected to the same storm of judgment. One house stood and the other was totally destroyed. The house that was built on sand could not face that judgment of God. And it collapsed. And Jesus said, and great was the fall. This means that the house was utterly destroyed. Nothing left. Nothing left. You know, there was nothing left to show for the life that that man had lived. There was nothing left of the hopes, the dreams, the plans, the efforts, the works, or anything that he had been looking forward to. Everything was destroyed and swept away as though it had never existed. And that is what will happen in the end times if we don't know the Lord for ourselves. You know, this is the picture of what will happen to every person who builds his life on anything else but Jesus Christ and the gospel. There is coming a day of judgment. There is coming a day when everyone will stand in front of God and be judged. People who are trusting any other religion, hoping that good works will help, or the odd prayer offered up, some profession they made or anything else will see the life they have built crumble and fall before the judgment of God. So the person who builds their life on the sand will spend eternity in hell when they die. Notice the, the word therefore in verse 24 of our reading. The word ties this parable to the verses that come before in Matthew 7 verses 21 and 23. It tells the tragic tale of some religious people who build their lives on sand. These people faced God with all their works and their self-righteous deeds and they were cast out of his presence. You know, our God does not accept sinners into heaven based on any good works or any religious efforts that they do. But God accepts sinners into heaven only when the sin, sinner is in a faithful relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. He hath that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. In other words, if you don't know Jesus for yourself, you're out of it. <coughs> Looking at the house that was built on the rock, it experienced the same storm, it tells us. This house might have been shaken, but it did not fall. It stood on a firm foundation and it weathered the storm. And again, this house stood because it was built on the word of God. And the gospel, and this house stood because the builder dug deep and built it on something greater than himself. You know, the builder built his life on the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ and believed the gospel. The builder understood that Jesus died for his sin and rose again and had the power to save anyone who would believe in him. This person built his life on Jesus and he was accepted by God. This morning, build your life on Jesus because there's no one else that can, we, can, we can be sure of today. You know, if you don't build your life on Jesus, you know, there's a way, a way life goes. 
You can join a church, but you can still go to hell. You can be baptised, but you can still go to hell. You can be a good person, at least in the eyes of other people, and still go to hell. You can build a life on, on a religion, not, not our religion, but a religion, and still go to hell. But if you build your life on faith in Jesus Christ this morning, and on his death and his resurrection, your house will stand, and you will be saved. Your life will be saved. You know, the person who built his house on the sand did not intend for his house to fall. He thought he was doing the right thing. He thought he was building a house that would stand against anything that came. And he has the confidence that his house, house will stand. But he was wrong. His confidence was not in God. It was in himself. So his confidence was misplaced. There was nothing wrong with the house that he built. There was nothing wrong with the materials that he used. The problem was it had no foundation. And that's a lesson for us today. If you are building your life on anything but Jesus Christ and the gospel, it will fail. It will fail. It might look good. It might feel right. Even everyone else, you might think your life looks fine. But if it's built on the wrong foundation, it will fall. When it falls, you will be lost forever. And you will spend your eternity in hell. Doesn't matter what you do previous, if you don't stay with Jesus and God, you will fall. So to conclude, you know, everybody here this morning should we say is building a spiritual house. Every day we attach something to improve our house or our lives and regardless of what you do you are building what whatever you build matters the most is the foundation so be sure you are building on Jesus Christ the solid rock of the gospel so this morning if you realize that you are building on the wrong foundation you can make a change to your life you can come to Jesus because he will save you and get you started building on the right foundation. Amen. Oh,